Galatians chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by men, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. Grace be to you, and peace from God the Father, and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Dear Father, we thank you for another opportunity to be in your house. God, we thank you for the strength you give us to be here tonight. Lord, I just pray that you'll touch. I pray that you'd set me aside and just use your word tonight, Lord. I pray for your message to be heard. God, I pray for uh, the hearts of your people tonight to be helped, Lord. I pray that you'd just touch and move in a great, mighty way and just have your will in the service tonight. And we uh, pray for all those... Uh, on our prayer list, God, that you just touch each one of them, Lord. I pray you'd watch over our pastor and his family as they're going and uh, give safe travels to them. And we thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Main text verse that we'll look at tonight is verse 4. Um, but I, I kind of want to get into a little bit of kind of this, this letter of uh, to the Galatians. And so at this time... The Apostle Paul has acquired the knowledge that they are being targeted, so to speak, and, and some of the uh, kind of the introduction of this chapter in the Schofield, it, it talks about how they're a prey to the legalizers or those, um, they call them Judaizers or uh, Judaizing missionaries. Uh, they are basically trying to put together grace and law and those two don't go together because after christ was crucified the law is is done a book that our pastor gave me um i think bob sanders was the the author of it a little quote that he said was um judaizer's way is due christ's way is done and I, I liked that that little quote there. Um, Christ's way is done. And so what what's happening is they're trying to swayed and have swayed some of uh, the people of Galatia to this way of essentially of works and and trying to put together grace and works. They're not knocking people for believing in Christ, but they're trying to also impress on them. Uh, these, these works and this law and, uh, by, by doing of things is, is your way. And, uh, well, we all know that that's, that's, that is not so. Once Christ is crucified, it is done. There's, we're, we're no longer under the law. It's now by grace through faith that we are saved. <clears throat> So they're, they're trying to sway and have swayed it. I'll read a couple more verses. Uh, Paul says, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. And so they're, they're, they're trying to twist the gospel of Christ and still apply this law. And today, 
we have so many people, they may not necessarily be against you believing in Christ, but they want to add something else to it. They want to put some some form of, of their own beliefs, if you will, into it. And, and people twist the Word of God so much. And, you know, people this day and time, they want to tell you about the love of God and, and that, you know, essentially you can do what you want to. God loves you anyways. And that's, that's not the case. That yes, God does love you anyways, but I believe y'all, y'all know what I'm getting at here. So we, we have this day and time a, a similar situation, if you will. You have so many people that want to, that they'll accept you believing in Christ, but when you really want to live by the word, they, they don't really take to that very well. John fifteen nineteen says, If you were of the world, the world will love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. The verse right before that talks about how the world hateth Christ first. But he gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world. And it's according to his will. Brother David, I believe you're really on to something with this, this lesson you've been teaching in Sunday school that not all things are as they seem. And I believe oftentimes that we get delivered from things through some of the trials in our lives. God will take us down a, a path that we don't understand, but it's according to his will. It's not, his ways are higher than our ways. It's according to the will of God that he delivers us from things of this present evil world. And a little bit further on into the message, I want to get into uh, some different ways that I see that he delivers us in this life. So he delivers us according to his will. That uh, verse I almost quoted there, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And so here we have these legalizers, if you will, are trying to implement their thoughts and and, and their ways and such as we have this day and time. I mean, you look at at the, the, the legal things, and I won't get too much into that, but I mean, if you were to follow, uh, just say, you know, the things of the law, and I'm not saying we need to go and break the law, but there's been laws put into place now in several different states where a man can marry a man, a woman can marry a woman, and that's not the way that Christ designed it. That's not the way that God set this thing out to be. And so if you're following just the legal system, then there's going to be some issues in, in some in some different areas. There's a lot of gray in that. And so, uh, and just as these people of Galatia are a prey or a target, if you will, uh, for these legalizers, so are we. And if you think for a second that this world is not out to get Christians, then they've already started working your mind that they're not. And it's it's they may not even realize it sometimes but just the things that are put before us i mean we are targeted in every aspect that we look there's wickedness everywhere that we turn you turn on the television and this is said all the time you turn on the television you see it you turn the corner you see it you go into walmart you see it you go anywhere and you're going to see something and it was mentioned i believe last night at, at the men's meeting our minds 
are what the devil will use so often times to try to sway us one way or the other. It goes all the way back to uh, in the garden how Satan kind of twisted some some scripture and and messed with Eve's mind to cause the fall of man. And so it's all it takes is for something to be just put into your mind. And Satan will put some things into your mind just at the drop of a hat. I mean, it's our minds are are constantly going. Most uh, many of us, our minds are constantly turning on things, and Satan will just throw something in the middle of there and just catch you off guard, and it'll send you <clears throat> send you down a path that you that was unexpected. Uh, it goes back to uh, the the world targeting you, and how here. These legalizers have twisted the minds and the thought processes of these people at Galatia. Paul said, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. It didn't take very long. All, all that these people had to do was just get in their minds just a little bit. And it doesn't take much, and that's why it's so important for us to flood our minds with the things of Christ and with the Word of God and and to to stay in the way. <clears throat> and so that here they're essentially saying that my way is is the right way or is better than Christ's way, but Christ is the way. Christ is the only way. Our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, a one-time sacrifice, a one for all, for whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The three ways that I want to look at, and I meant to say this before I got into this, y'all pray for, be praying for me because my mind has been everywhere on this, but there's some stuff that I want to get out, and there's some stuff that I may not get out, but three things that I want to look at on some ways that we are delivered from this present evil world in this day and time. Number one is salvation. That's that one deliverance that we get from this world because we are renewed in our minds. There's, everything is just changed. I mean, I go back to when I got saved and just, I mean, a complete... 180. I mean, it, it, I was, I was delivered from some things. I was delivered from my own mind and the way that it worked at that time before salvation. I mean, God delivered me from some things that I was involved in, but He delivered me from my own self, if I could, if I could say it like that. I mean, it was just a complete transformation, uh, uh, a complete change. And so in salvation, we are delivered from this world. We don't, we don't see this world as it, as we once saw it. Back to that verse, John 15, 19, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. I believe once you're saved, you're not of this world anymore. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. 
You've been delivered from the things of this world. Yes, we still live in this world. Our bodies, our flesh is still here and we still have things that pull on this flesh. But if you look back before you were saved, whether you were out in sin like I was or not, something's different. Sometimes you may overlook it, those of you that have been brought up in church all your life, but there's something different. Second thing, second way of, of deliverance, if you will, that I want to look at is throughout our walk with Christ, He delivers us from things in this world. He delivers us from the things that we go through in this life. Um, I preached a message out of the book of Daniel, uh, camp meeting Tuesday morning about how Christ delivered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from that fire. Many of you have probably heard many great messages out of that book. But chapter 3, verse 17 said, If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and He will deliver us out of thine hand, O King. And many of you know the story. God did deliver them out of the burning fiery furnace and out of King Nebuchadnezzar's hand. He did both. Just as He delivers us out of the trials and and the difficult things that we go through in this life here, and we could go around this room and no doubt every single person in here would have multiple things that God has delivered them from throughout this life here. And we've got some that are going through some things now, and they can look back on some things that God has already delivered them from and look around at their brothers and sisters in Christ that have been delivered from some things in this life and hold on to that and have that faith that God will bring them through whatever it is that they're going through now because He is a deliverer. And He does deliver us from the things of this world throughout our walk with Him. If we'll lean on Him, get in His Word, and trust in Him, I can't tell you, I've been through the same situations and been somewhere a little bit differently spiritual. Y'all all know that we have some ups and downs a little bit. Those of you that have been in this thing a while, I haven't been in it that long, but I've still had some ups and downs already. I could be facing the same situation. When I'm, when I'm close with God like I ought to be, I don't worry about it. I don't fret over it. It doesn't, it, I, I know and I trust in Him that He's got it. If I haven't been in His Word and been praying like I ought to, oh man, my mind is spinning. I'm so worried and stressed out over that same thing that a few months ago didn't bother me because I was right with Him. And if we'll hold on to Christ and stay in His Word and say, faith cometh by hearing, we'll have that faith hearing by the Word of God. If we stay in His Word and continually listen to the things of God, then that faith will be stronger and we'll hold to Him. And it's it's so hard for us to see sometimes the things that we can't see. These battles that we have are not of this world. They're not of what we see. They're spiritual things. Not all things are as they seem. Brother David, you really got something with that, with that lesson. Uh, there, there's so much that, that can tie into that. Not all things are as they seem. And, uh, it goes back to, uh, just, just one way you can look at it is those spiritual battles. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against, uh, spiritual wickedness and the rulers of the darkness of this world. And at so oftentimes we as Christians take our eyes off of that 
fact and and we we focus on our situation at hand not real sure how I got off on all that but God is a deliverer he delivers us from the things of this world he delivers us through salvation he delivers us throughout our walk with him from the many things that come at us and we all know that God is in control of it all just as you were talking about that mass shooting or whatever God is still in control it is according to his will not ours his ways are higher than our ways and I think I praise God that he knows what is best for us because we do not we think that we want this or want that or would like to go this way or that way or move here or move there I did not foresee myself being in America's Georgia all my life. I may not be, but I, before I got saved, I was fixing to move. Well, praise God, He knew what was best for me, and He allowed some things to happen and some, some big trials come into my life, but it was the best thing that happened to me apart from salvation. I believe it's what led to my salvation. And so God knows what is best for us, and I thank Him for that, and He delivers us from the things of this world. One day there's going to be a final deliverance. This world will be wiped away. We'll be called up to glory. Revelations 21.4 And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the former things. I can't read my own handwriting. Are passed away. Passed away. It's so hard for us sometimes to see those things that we don't see, if I can put it in those terms. There's a man, he, he, uh, I believe he came here at least once. Some of y'all may remember him, but it was a guy that came to a couple of the lost and found meetings. And he come in one night, we were done, it was me, our pastor and my dad sitting there talking, and he came in, um, talked to him for a while, and uh, mostly Brother Jamie did. We said a couple of words, but this man could not grasp the concept, it seemed, of eternity. He, we, you know, Brother Jamie continued to ask him, well, what, you know, what are you doing? He follows Muslim, Muslim and uh, Muhammad. He asked him, he said, well, what is your end goal? What are you, what, you know, what, what are you seeking? What does, what does eternity look like for you? And he kept talking about what he wanted to do here. And he just, he could not seem to grasp that concept of life after this. He could not seem to grasp it. And oftentimes us, we as Christians tend to let that slip away a little bit. We get so caught up in the things of this life and this world. And as I was going through this, that man just come come to mind and and how important that is to be able to grasp that concept. And I, I believe that we will not if we're not in the Word of God. Because if we're not in God's Word, we're going to be in the world. That's where our mind's going to be at. And, I mean, it, it breaks my heart that that man can't seem to grasp that concept that there is heaven and there is hell when we leave from here. 
We've been praying for him. I know Brother Jamie's been praying for him. He's it burdened his heart <clears throat> as well as mine. But just to, I think, to see that, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but it it helped me to make that more real to me. And it also gave me burden to be praying for him that God will get a hold of him. And I, I don't... I don't doubt that God didn't work on his heart a little bit that night because of the conversation was was pretty deep and and pretty I mean it was real. It's you know you know brother Jamie's like, "Well, if 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 I'm wrong, then so what? But if you're wrong, you'll be in hell." And so I just think we need to really grasp that and I'm really not sure where some of that came from, but it did come to mind during the study of this message. <clears throat> but what I really wanted to drive home, I thought, was that God delivers us from things in this world. I couldn't get away from that verse. And let's not forget that He gave Himself for our sins. He gave Himself for us. We are here to serve Him. And so oftentimes we forget that. We get caught up in this world and what the world can offer us that's a dangerous place to be. What the world can offer you is not good. We get caught up in what we think we want, where we think we want to go, what friends we think we want to have. Jesus is the only friend we truly need. Now, it's nice to have some brothers and sisters in Christ to lean on that can be our friends, but be very careful of the things of this world. God gave Himself... Christ gave himself that he might deliver us from this present evil world. We shouldn't go chasing after. 